Welcome to the SHD Marketing Minute. I'm Susan Davis, owner and operator of SHD Marketing. Kimberly Dahl, marketing apprentice. This is Stephanie McDonald, marketing manager. Wonderful. So we right now have a bunch of marketing experts here, and we're going to talk about what every small and medium-sized business owner needs to do within marketing. Um, So we boiled it down to our top five marketing activities every business owner should be doing. So Stephanie, where do you think we should start? I think we should start with the brand in general. Absolutely. So your brand, that's really the foundation of your business. So your brand means your logo, maybe your submark, um, and that might be... Susan, what's a submark? A submark. No okay, idea. great question. I hear this a lot. So a submark is a variation of your logo. Maybe it's simplified. It might be something you use on your Instagram profile pic or on your stationery as an accent icon. It's a variation of your logo. When we do logo design, we like to have a few different options. They're very consistent because we want that, you know, brand compliance, but they give you, you know, we like to give a few different variations so they look great on the website, on your business card on social media, et cetera. Um, And I'll just add that brand is not only how you look, it's also how you sound. What are the words you use to talk about your brand? We want to make sure you're boiling it down to the most important, the the biggest differentiators for your business and then being consistent. That's really a high level, you know, overview of what your brand is. Did I miss awesome. anything? No, I think I think you covered it. Okay, great. So number two, what do you think, Kimberly, is a is a good second important activity? Well, I'm not on social media, so I find businesses through their websites. So if you don't have a website, it doesn't really feel like you're reputable. Absolutely. So having a strong digital presence with a professional website is absolutely critical. And I even think it's more important now after the pandemic than before, because we're even more relying on online research than chatting with a neighbor for a referral, for example. Um, I find, I don't know if you guys do this too, I will do research to um, maybe make sure that, you know, vendor or company, learn a little bit about it, get some validity about them through their website. Do you feel you do that as consumers as well? Yep. I think it's the first place I go. Yeah, absolutely. So making sure that your website is up to date, reflective of your brand. If you launched um, six months, a year ago, 10 years ago, you might want to revisit your website and ensure accuracy. Do websites have to be a big, complicated deal or can it be simple? I mean, because it may be an inhibitor for some people thinking about, oh, my God, this is such a big undertaking. Absolutely. Yeah. Websites can be in all shapes and sizes. Some might need to be e-commerce sites like Hale Bone Broth or Burke's Hot Sauce. They're actually selling a product. Some might be just a simple splash or landing page. Um, And some might have, you know, 15 pages and others might have four. What do you think is the most important thing, Stephanie? I think as long as you have all the relevant, accurate information and it's user-friendly, you're golden. Absolutely. You know, one final thing I'll mention on the website piece, because some people do have legacy sites that, you know, they really need to take a look at and make sure are refreshed. And if you don't want to outsource to a marketing agent, agency, excuse me, just 
take a look at it and think about what is the action you want somebody to take and are you making it easy for them to do it? In a lot of cases, the action is to shop if you're an e-commerce site or it's to contact you for a free consultation or to learn more. So are you using buttons? Do you have an easy to find contact page? Maybe if you're a brick and mortar, making sure your hours and your location are clear and prevalent. I think those would be really essential as well. That's great. I think that's a great point. I think we should move on to social media. Number three. Yes. Yes. Social media gets a lot of play and it is critical. It's not the end all be all though. So a lot of people kind of start there and end there. So that's why we wanted to make it clear that there's a lot of other marketing activities that are essential as well. Uh, What do you think is, you know, something critical about social media, Stephanie? Because you are our resident guru. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, I think being consistent. I think posting consistently, using um, both the feed as well as stories and reels, um, and just making your presence known. Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing I always like about social media too, is it gives you the opportunity as a business owner to tell the full story of your company. It's not just promo, promo, ad, ad. It's also behind the scenes or, you know, this is in progress or here's something, you know, a little bit more interesting about your company or you to really tell that full story so people can get to know you and build trust. Is there a best practice as to how often you post? Cause sometimes you hear people post too often or not enough. So is there a happy medium that you recommend? Absolutely. You know, anybody who does social media marketing knows how time consuming it is. So I would say a good breast. I'd love your advice, actually, Stephanie. I would say once a day. Do you agree with that? I agree. Yeah. Once a day on each platform. So or each channel. So LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. If if your audience is on Twitter, you should be there. You know, really think about who your target audience is and then think about, you know, how you can get in touch with them with relevant messages they care about. Um, one important category with social media posts, and we have a whole recipe or menu that we go through with our clients to make sure that we are telling that full story. One important one is content marketing. So maybe we can talk for just a quick minute about what content marketing is. Um, and that is when you are providing value to your target audience and demonstrating your expertise. So you're giving them useful information for free um, that they really can only get from you. So an example of that might be if we think about a chef, it would be a recipe. They're not saying you need to purchase this product from me or hire me to cater it, giving you for free, you know, my favorite crab cake recipe, for example. Once I, you know, as a consumer, use that, try that, I'm building my relationship and trust with that company. And, you know, that's all part of how we integrate with others. So I don't know if there's another example anybody has about content marketing, but it's, I think, one of the things that's often overlooked because, A, we think, oh, everybody knows what we know. They don't. You are an expert in your category. And, B, we, you know, it just takes a little more work. Right. Right. Yep. And I think number one thing is to make it fun. Mm-hmm. How about pictures versus text? Is that a, a better is way to go about it is even posting a picture with just a couple words versus trying to put a lot of thought into what you want to say, the content? That's a great point. I, I think variety, right? I mean, Instagram is a very visual. Every, every platform is visual. And you want to have video mm-hmm. first, 
picture second, and then always be really thoughtful about your content in the post. Make sure you're being singular in your focus. Don't try to say all the things. What is the one message you're trying to get across with that post and deliver it clearly and succinctly? Yes, I think that said perfectly. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's number four? Let's move on. Number four. Okay. So this is one, again, I think people, if they're maybe introverts or it's outside their comfort zone, they tend to just want to build all the marketing things and not do the actual sales and outreach. So I think number four is networking and collaborating because guess what? This is still essential for every business owner to be representing in person their business, showing up at networking events, showing up at community events, sponsoring them, and just and being there to be the voice and the face of your of your business. Um, collaborations are also really key. So this is where you might connect with somebody who shares the same target audience. So a chef and a yogi might host an evening together because they share the same target audience of, you know, the specific demographic. Yep. I think also like a realtor and a organizing company. Absolutely. That's another great example. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of fun things people have done, and I've seen it within, you know, the Girl Gang Association, one of our networking groups that we're part of, um, and we see it everywhere too. So just try to be creative and pick up the phone. Call somebody who maybe you've noticed and you're interested in and introduce yourself. That's actually how I've made some connections to some people who are really integral to my business now. So, you know, it doesn't have to be something that happens serendipitously it can be you know you can be in the driver's seat and pick up the phone and make those connections happen and see where they take you be creative if no somebody's not um, been comfortable networking um, what are some suggestions as to how they find networking organizations within their region and their community Great question. So I think you always start locally and then go from there. Even if you have a national brand or you want to go to that level, start locally. Look in your community. Uh, SHD Marketing is located in Norwell and the South Shore of Massachusetts. So we have a lot of wonderful networking organizations here. We actually co-founded the Girl Gang Association, which is for female business owners. So if you are a female business owner, you might explore that as an opportunity to connect with like-minded people. All right, let's bring us to number five. So number five is setting goals. Each and every marketing activity you do, whether it's an email, a website landing page, a social media post needs to have a goal. What is it you want to come out of that? You want to be clear about that and then you want to track it. So have a clear call to action. Is it to register for a workshop? Is it to, you know, access a coupon for a discount. And then you want to always be monitoring and tracking that. The beautiful thing about digital marketing is that we can get the data. It's all at our fingertips. And we just need to go in, look at it, and then use that data to always refine and improve our processes. So the next post is even more effective than your last post. How often would you recommend looking at your analytics or tracking your metrics? Great question. So we do it internally at SHD Marketing monthly. So we, you know, of course, we take a look at last week's reels and see how things are performing. But uh, in terms of benchmarking and really looking at like, okay, how many website visitors have we had? How many people downloaded our free printable? How many, uh, what was our, our open rate on our monthly email? Those kind of metrics, if you're doing those marketing activities, looking at them monthly will keep you honest and 
also just serve as a reminder that these important activities are really critical to your sales and business success. Are those metrics available um, on all platforms? Like how, how would I know where to go and how to get that? Good question. So it's different based on the platform. For social media, you can look at if you use a posting uh, scheduling tool, they usually have an analytics page. You can also just look straight in Facebook and Instagram at the insights to take a look at some of those numbers. If you have a website, then you can look at your web builder. Squarespace has a really beautiful analytics tab that's you know part of your website package. So you can go in and you can even see where people are coming from. Is it social media? Is it your emails? Is it Google and you can are they looking at it on their iPod or their not iPod iPhone <laughs> boy you're dating Welcome. yourself Susan <laughs> are they are they on their blackberries <laughs> um, no so you can see if they're looking at it from a, a phone or a you know computer which I always find is critical and a great reminder. I sit at my computer every day, but most people don't. They're they're consuming online information from their phones. So it's really important when we think about all of the materials that we create digitally, making sure it is user-friendly for an iPhone and other devices. So we covered five different um, critical marketing activities. What if they're not like producing or they're not really um, successful at the start. How long do you keep on doing these things before you adjust and do something different? Great question. I would say no matter how small or big your business is, if it's a business, not a hobby, a business, you need to be doing all these things all the time. Now, of course, you're talking to, you know, a bunch of marketers. So whittling it down to five is kind of a challenging task because guess what? There's 500 marketing activities. Everybody really should Which be we're going to cover in future <laughs> podcasts, exactly. right? Exactly. We have a whole lineup of lots of topics that we know are relevant and critical for business owners. So we're just going to chip away at them. This inaugural um, podcast episode covers just five quick tips. Each um, additional podcast we do is going to dive deeper into specific topics. So you can learn and hopefully apply these to your business. So after listening to a podcast from SHD Marketing, you feel like you have some real tangible information and advice that you can take and really make a difference for your business. But what if they need some guidance? Who can provide that? Maybe SHD marketing? Uh, How do we contact you, Susan? Good question. Thank you. Yes, we love working with businesses of all sizes throughout the South Shore and beyond. We have, you know clients in California and and other states as well. And we are here to support and guide you. So as business owners, we know we have to sometimes outsource things to experts. And that all depends on resources and bandwidth. As a business owner, you should be focused on the revenue generating activities. So outsourcing things that maybe aren't in your comfort zone or aren't good use of your time can be a wise practice. So that's why a lot of companies companies engage with us so we can apply our expertise, do the heavy lifting, always collaboratively. We want everything we do to be authentic to our client's brand, but we want to provide some of that expertise so that we can ensure they are successful in their marketing activities. 
And if you want to get in touch with the SHD Marketing, we have a website, uh, shdmarketing.com. So feel free to um, hop on there and reach out to us. We'd love to hear your feedback. You're also on Facebook and Instagram, right? We sure are. <laughs> and LinkedIn. Thank you, Kimberly. The apprentice is learning quickly. Um, and so you can reach out to us via any platform. We do offer complimentary 15-minute consultations if you want to chat about a specific marketing challenge you have. We'd love to help you. So that's been an SHD Marketing Minute. Catch our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.